Would you please rise for the reading of our scripture? From the Gospel of Matthew, the 20th chapter, verses 25 through 28. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you, but whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Pastor Barry asked each of us on the pastoral staff to take a moment to share with the congregation on this Lady Sunday um, one layperson that might have stood out in our minds as making an impact on our ministry. He pointed out, and I so agreed with him, that seminaries do a wonderful job of laying a great foundation for pastors uh, to do uh, their ministry of preaching and teaching and administering the life of the church. But in truth, it is the light people of the local church that teach us pastors as we are coming in to the church as new pastors how to do the work, the everyday work of the ministry. And my mind immediately started uh, going like that slideshow. I was getting pictures of various churches that I served. Um, I was very important in the beginning of the church, Barry. You know, here in this church, I'm just kind of one-third. But when I was a young preacher, they gave me three whole churches all by myself, you know. Uh, uh, Bela, uh, Eden, and Tullus in Louisiana. The total worship of those three churches on any given Sunday might have reached 30. Uh, but they were little bitty places. But immediately I thought of people there and the wonderful things they, they did and how they taught me how to do ministry. And then I thought of a, a little church up outside of Paris called Hopewell that on a good Sunday had 25 in worship. And, and the wonderful people there and how they served and what they did and, and the impact they had on my life. But, but one name started to really focus for me, uh, and that was in the church I served uh, in at Oak Lawn United Methodist Church. It's the old historic church just north of downtown Dallas. Uh, this man's name was Truett Brinson. He was an insurance agent for Mutual of New York, and he was Mutual of New York's Man of the Year three times, which meant that Truett sold more insurance policies uh, than any other agent at Mutual in New York across the nation. Uh, that, that's quite an accomplishment to do at one time. He did it three. But what Truett taught me was a lesson I had not learned, and I'd been in the ministry for a number of years. Uh, I had this kind of uh, what I call uh, the little Bo Peep mentality of evangelism and reaching out to church members and visitors and inviting people into the life and ministry of the church. Remember little Bo Peep? Her mantra was what? Leave them alone and they'll come home wagging their little tails behind them. So I just sit and, sit and wait for people to maybe call me and ask to join the church. I can tell you that's highly ineffective. Uh, um, and 
and it was Truett who, who said to me, Preacher, uh, I have never sold an insurance policy in my life. Did you know that? And I was going, no, wait a minute. He said, all I ever did was call people and check on them and how their family was doing and what was going on in their life and ask them one simple question. Is there anything I can do as a Mutual of New York uh, insurance agent to help you at this time in your life? And boy, he sold a lot of policies, didn't he? Well, what he taught me there was evangelism's about relationships. It's about being interested in other people's lives. And that's what you all do here at Sun Creek. You're keenly interested in each other's lives. And people who come to this church for the very first time, when I call them, and I still keep doing that, tell me what, what a warm experience they receive from so many of you. Well, here's what True did for me. Every Sunday, he'd give me three to five uh, three by five cards, just three, three, four, five of them with one person's name and a phone number. And he said, would you call these people each week and we'll, we'll talk about it uh, each, each uh, week. And I started doing that and I've been doing it ever since. I've been reaching out, calling people, sending emails to people, visiting people. And I never run up to a person and say, hey, you want to join church? You know, because I realized that that's not evangelism. That's some kind of Silly sales. True evangelism is caring about people and where they are and what the church can do for them. And I thank God for people like you and people like Truett who have impacted my life and made me a better pastor. And all I can say to that is glory be. Well, I too uh, thought through several of the lay people, many of the lay people in, that have impacted my ministry, uh, but the way my brain works is sometimes it takes a prompt down the scenic route and so as I was thinking through all of uh, the influences on my life, uh, especially these heroes of faith I have, I thought of how they are all, mostly all lay people. And these are people I've read. They're not many people who I've met, but they're those who have influenced my sermons and my life. Um, many who I've shared with you through my sermons here, people like Dorothy Day who, and her work for the poor in America, people like Padre Gotuma, the Irish poet and worker for peace during the Irish Troubles, and people even like Brandy Carlyle, the inspiring musician um, and change maker, and the other artists and musicians who have brought in and inspired me in my sermons. And maybe most notably, St. Francis, who, though he built a church with his own hands and started a whole order of monks, St. Francis was never ordained as a priest, he is a layperson, and he has inspired so many, including me. And I especially like St. Francis because there's a quote that's attributed to him. He probably did not say this exactly, but I like to associate it with him because his own words and the actions he did in the world are so closely aligned to the spirit of this quote. It goes, preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. And so as I thought about those, that quote and the many influences on my life and the scripture passage today about service and the work that you all do as the laity of the church, I couldn't help but see this connection that you, the laity, are the church's greatest asset for preaching the good news and the, the work you do and the presence you have in this world everywhere, in your own places of work, in your homes in the restaurants you go to, in the stores, and in schools, you are the church's 
hands and feet. And you are preachers of that good news in the ways that you act and do your roles in those places. The ways that you extend and share love and peace and justice and mercy fulfill those words of St. Francis by preaching the gospel and sometimes using words to do so. And you're an inspiration to me and to so many throughout this world. So thank you for doing that good work of sharing good news in so many different ways all around our world. You know, I've been very blessed uh, to spend my life doing what I love to do. Not everybody can say that. And I've spent a lot of years in school, and I've spent a lot of years uh, being mentored and a lot of time going through the board of ministry to learn how to do what I do, but I've never forgotten this important thing. It's not the professors, and it's not the mentors, and it's not the board of ministry that taught me how to be a Christian. It's not those people who taught me how to be a pastor. It was the lay people in my life from the time I was little bitty. It was lay people in the church I grew up in who taught me Sunday school every week of my life from kindergarten through 12th grade, a different teacher every year who gave a year of their life to lead me to be a person of faith and to follow Jesus. I'm a Christian because people were faithful. And when I became a pastor, by title, it was lay people who made me a pastor in reality. I remember when I recently graduated from seminary, uh, and trust me, there's nothing more dangerous than a recently graduated seminarian. We know everything in the world, right? And I go to visit this lady, elderly lady in the hospital. I realize now she's probably the age I am now, but <laughs> she was seemed very old to me then. And I walked into her room full of myself, going to bless her, you know, and I said, uh, so what's happening today? And she mentioned what she was having. And I said, well, that's okay. That's a minor surgery. And she looked at me and she said, son, the definition of a minor surgery is surgery somebody else is having. <laughs> Don't you ever say that again to anybody in the hospital. And you know what? I never did. <laughs> that person with her patience and her grace, she didn't get mad at me and she didn't go tell everybody what a terrible pastor I was. She taught me how to be a pastor. That's the gift all of you share. And I'm so blessed to still serve a church where I'm inspired every day by you. I see you serve in ways that are mind-boggling. I hear from people what you've done in your ministry with one another. And it keeps me excited about coming to work every day. Hear those words of Jesus again. You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you. But whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. 
Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. You are a congregation who knows how to serve. And you're a congregation that knows how to love. You're a congregation that knows how to care. Your ministries, each and every one of you, your ministries are a blessing to the world. And they're a blessing to me. Thank you for your faithfulness. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.